Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Tea Time Podcast. Tea is an acronym for turning everything around. Turning everything around is a movement. It's a movement from just barely surviving, which is so exhausting, to actually thriving. I am Lisa McMillan. On today's podcast, we will be talking about good orderly direction. Good orderly direction is about grabbing hold of those things that can keep you together. This past week has been a test of this journey. As I've spoken about on the previous podcast, this is a journey. The destination will not be over until I make my last exhalation, until I am done on this earth. So every day I am having to use tools and I encourage you to use tools to turn everything around, turning around your perspective, turning around your your goals, your mission, your vision into a place of healthiness and wholeness. On today's podcast, Good Orderly Direction is using the tools while recognizing what's going on. One of the things that happened, I alluded to the passing of my aunt a week ago. She actually transitioned on 2-2-22. And if you're anything like me, I love numbers, (laughs) love numbers. And even numbers just seem to mean so much to me. But when my aunt passed from this world to the next, it was an interesting time because I loved my aunt. Love, love, love my aunt. But it was something I could not control. I was not ready for her to go. She was the oldest link to my mother, who I have spoken about before. She was the keeper of the family secrets, meaning she was the oldest one in the family who knew so many things and could share things. And she was just fun. She was interesting. She went to church all the time, but boy, could she curse. (laughs) And I thought that was just so funny. But that was something I couldn't control. When that happened on that Wednesday, that was the first hit. Then that next day, Thursday, I went to go get my hair cut and the stylist did my hair the way she wanted to do my hair. I say that. I asked for a little trim, take a little bit off the sides. But can I tell you, she cut all of my hair off. (laughs) It's funny, but not funny because it was another hit to something I could not control. And it kind of rubbed me the wrong way, even though my hair will grow back. It was a hit to what I couldn't control. Then Friday, I went to the pool to try to get some exercise in, to get some of these endorphins working because I was trying to control my stress levels. Unfortunately, I had a little breakdown in the pool. Yes, in the pool. Things were hitting me. The fact that my aunt was now gone. And as I saw it, with her gone, that meant any connections with my mother here on earth were gone. 
So there are things that trigger us. Once I got triggered, I started crying like they're in the pool, but I had tools. I already had my AirPods in. So I tried singing a song, listening to my music. I turned on Grace by Tasha Cobbs Leonard because that's one of my favorite, favorite go-to songs to help me feel encouraged and know that things will be okay. When that wasn't helping, I reached out to my best friend in Texas. She's 1,200 miles away, but I called anyway. Usually, I would be a little hesitant and say, well, it's the middle of the day. I don't want to bother her or I don't want her to know. But guess what? She has told me, call me if you need me. So I did. And that was a tool that I could use. And it was very helpful. Lisa listened. She didn't try to rush me. She comforted me. And she said, it's okay. You're not bothering me. She talked to me till I was able to get out of the pool and go about the day got out of the pool and I felt okay. I did have to convince myself that it was okay to reach out to my friend. That's why this is a journey. It's a process. It's not something immediately you snap your fingers and everything is going to be great and perfect and lovely. You have to use the tools, but first you have to learn what they are and you have to grab them and you have to incorporate them into your life. So get the trusted friend, not someone who is going to chide you for crying, not someone who's going to make you feel worse for having a breakdown in a public pool, not someone who is going to tell all of your business either. That's one of the tools was my friend. One of the tools was my music. The other tools we've talked about poetry and prayer and scriptures and things like that. So are we clear? We need tools because I had a horrible couple of weeks, but that that's what life is. It is a constant series of challenges. So we're either on the way into something, we're in the middle of something, or we are on the way out of something. So being prepared is the theme, the theme of today, in case you missed it. Good orderly direction towards your journey of turning everything around. All right, so that was Friday. Got through Friday. Then Sunday was the wake for my aunt. Can I tell you my last child that's at home with me was sick as five dogs. I mean throwing up, vomiting, like she was in a lot of pain. And I'm going, oh my gosh, do I go say goodbye to my aunt? Do I go be with my family or what have you? I cared for her for as long as possible. I did decide to go on to the wake. And I told her, I said, I'll only be gone about an hour and a half. Keep the phone right here. I'll check on you. When I got to the wake, a friend of mine came my best friend here. I mean, I love Shalita. She's just so sweet and nice and da 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 da. She was there before I got there. And when I saw her and family was sitting down and things like that, I ended up texting her and saying, you know, you don't have to stay this whole time. And she was like, okay, cool. Then I asked her, 
can you go by and check on Lily for me? And she says, sure, no problem. And she ended up going and get her some Tylenol and bringing it by and gave me an update while I was still with my family. I did tell the family, my baby's sick, so as soon as this is over, I won't go back to the house. I will go home and be with my baby, my daughter. So again, I used some tools. If this would have been 10 years ago, I would not have called my friend when I was in the pool. I would not have reached out to my other friend at the wake to check on my daughter. I took it all on myself and just probably fallen totally apart and not been able to continue on. But I did. Okay, so I continued on. Now, unfortunately, the load didn't get much lighter. A couple more things happened. I ended up getting a letter from child support saying that my ex-husband was filing to lessen the child support because his, his employment has changed. So what I know is that the child support I'd been getting is going to drop to $50 because of statute, $50 a month. I felt it. I felt it on Thursday when I got that letter out of the box. A change. Like that's, and it's a big change. Our daughter is about to go into her senior year of high school in about four more months. And any of you who have kids or know about that senior life, it's the most expensive time because this is the end. And then this is the time where we're traveling to see schools. And that stuff costs money. And this is one of the reasons that people who are impoverished or are in in a lower socioeconomic status don't get opportunities because it takes investments. It takes investments of time. It takes investments of money. And this is what's on my mind. So as I get this out of the box and I was like, oh my gosh, are you serious? So I was hurting. I was hurting for the last week and a half at a minimum, like one thing after another, after another. But again, the tools, the child support thing, it was the last thing. Now, Fridays usually is when I go to group therapy and I was not going to go because I was in my feelings. I was feeling bad about all these things, a culmination of things during that week. And but my therapist reached out through email and I was like, no, I'm not. I'm just not feeling like it. I'm wanting to stay in the bed. And she was like, come on. This is the time where you need us to be around you and. I'm like, I don't want anybody to talk to me. I don't want to talk to anybody. (laughs) But what I do know, remember this intense therapy, this intense therapy and actually being committed to turning things around. I recognized, okay, that's what my flesh, that's what my body is wanting me to do to succumb to these attacks. So I rolled on out of the bed, spruced myself up as much as I could, and I went on. And I sat there at group therapy. And when I walked, well, first of all, when I walked in, everyone was, they were so nice. Hey, and, you know, they were, we're glad to see you. Because I hadn't gone in like two weeks dealing with my family situation with the death of my aunt. And I, I, I was still paralyzed, though. I was still feeling these, these traumas over the last week and a half. 
But I sat on down and the therapist, she was like, Lisa's not feeling good today. We're going to give her a pass today. I did coax her into coming in, but we'll just give her a pass. So I actually just sat staring out the window. But to be in that presence, those little steps I took, and they were steps because my body, my flesh, my, my innermost being was wanting to just stay in the bed. But this is a journey. And I had to push and I had to use the tools, which was if I get out of the bed, if I make some moves, it will get better. It will get better. So halfway, no, not halfway through, probably two thirds of the way through, I started waking up on the inside. And it wasn't that there were great things being discussed. It was that I was in the presence of others. I was in the presence of people who did care about me. There was one participant who came when she came in and she touched my back and then she gave me a hug. And although I was somewhat disconnected, I ended up being connected later on throughout because I'm committed. I'm committed to the journey. Okay, so I used those tools by showing up there. And by the end, probably 10 minutes left in the uh, in the therapy I was I was okay. I was okay. Additionally, I was still doing I'm still doing my calm meditation every morning. And one of the things that came up, the little quotes that come up at the end, on that very day, it said, "Let everything happen to you. Beauty and terror. Just keep going. No feeling is final." That's by Rainer Marie Milke. And what was interesting is that my therapist, she passed that out during that group session on Friday. And I'm like, okay, this is a tool. Keep keep those things reverberating. Keep them reverberating. Because things are going to happen. That's why I keep saying this is a journey. Now, I'm not by any means saying snap everything was great but that was part of the process so I came on back home I was feeling better though I was feeling better because of all the incremental steps I was starting to feel better yesterday which was Saturday Saturday I woke up and I was still like okay I'm still gonna keep on with these steps so I did my calm app and my meditations and things And I'm flipping through Amazon Prime. And I'm not a huge television watcher, but I was like, let me just try to watch something, take my mind off of whatever. And if you're familiar, I'm sure you guys know they make these suggestions based on your histories or based on them watching you through the TV. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. (laughs) But there were movie suggestions made down at the bottom on Amazon. And I said, let me watch this Lilies of the Field, which I had never watched before with Sidney Poitier, for which he won an Academy Award. So while I'm watching it, it was him, Mr. Poitier, who was a wanderer. And he happened to have stopped at uh, a little place with some nuns. And the premise of the movie they spoke about Matthew 6, 20, starting at verse 
28. And it reads, And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things saying, what will, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. How amazing was that? I mean, the tools, the tools. And on top of that, I have a very wonderful friend who I met in law school 10 years ago. Jonathan is amazing. He reached out to me and he also shared some words of wisdom. It is so interesting because I didn't tell Jonathan any of these things that I was dealing with, nor that I was watching Lilies of the Field at the time. Anyway, what he shared, it says, everyone will at some point experience sadness and some of the derivative emotions that come with it. However, verse 940 in the Quran teaches us that Allah is with us in every situation. Therefore, believers can be happy and optimistic because he is the most powerful and merciful. Moreover, he knows all things, including the problems we face. And you guys know Allah is an Arabic word for God. How amazing was that word. He additionally shared a quote from the Dalai Lama, which says, it is very rare or almost impossible that an event can be negative from all points of view. Let me tell you guys how remarkable that quote is. My aunt passed, but her daughters, her four daughters have been so amazing with welcoming me My Aunt Nancy's daughters allowed me to participate in the services, planning the services. They've asked me what I thought. They really respected my love for their mother. So much so, they stepped back on so many levels to just say, Lisa, what do you think? It brought me to tears. And I'm telling you, that quote from the Dalai Lama It spoke volumes in respect to that experience because although the loss of my aunt was and is very negative, the positivity that came from the experience of being with her daughters, my cousins, it has filled me with more worth. As I spoke about maybe three episodes ago that I've dealt with self-worth issues because of not feeling connected and bonded to a family, this experience that was an impartation of positivity. And I do believe it's also helped me deal with those other issues, these other traumas that have happened in the last week and a half or so. 
Remember, we are on a journey of turning everything around. This is a journey we were going to run into things. We're going to have issues come up. We're going to face problems, trials, and tribulations. But hold on to something. Find your something. And don't let anyone else tell you that your something is not good enough. Don't let anyone tell you that your something means nothing. Whatever it is that will encourage you, hold on to it. And it's okay if you fall down. It's okay if you have a bad day. It does not define who you are today, tomorrow, or even yesterday. Yesterday's gone. Today is a present and tomorrow is a gift if you get the opportunity. My aunt passing from this world to the next ended her suffering here on earth. But to the point of the Dalai Lama's quote, I've had many people show up and show me how much they cared about me. I've had phone calls. Even my realtor from a year ago sent a sympathy card I mean, just amazing. A new friend that I've just got maybe within the last six months sent a a plant. I mean, and it was just beautiful. Many people called. My friends who could show up at the wake or funeral, they came. And I'm I'm just speechless. So I want to end this podcast with a quote from my very special friend, Jonathan. It says, you are loved and you need to admit that. So in my journey to turn everything around, I am going to admit that. Thank you very much, Jonathan. I am loved. I'd also like to thank another good friend of mine named Douglas, who actually gave me this title, Good Orderly Direction, when we were talking about my philosophical perspective on this journey of turning everything around. Please connect with me at turningeverythingaround.org. I can also be found on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram with the handle I am Lisa McMillan. There is a running theme to this, guys. I'm Lisa McMillan. So it won't be hard to find me and I'd love to hear from you. So until next Monday, have a great week.